Hey, it's me. It's the Priceline Negotiator, known as William Shatner. And I'm here because we've all been getting less lately. Less sunshine, less bang for your buck, less fun. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> That's why I'm negotiating to get you more. Thanks to my deal-making skills, Priceline saves travelers over $1 billion every year. That's almost $2,000 a minute. And when you save up to 60% on hotels and get exclusive deals on rental cars and flights, you can have more. More sunshine, more family, more fun, more thank you for negotiating. No, 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 please, no, no need to thank me. No, it's all for you. At Priceline, we know every trip is a big deal. So when you're ready to travel, visit Priceline.com for amazing deals that will help you get more out of your next trip. Okay, hi there, ho there, hey there. This is Jim. I know a lot of people say shit like that, but this is Jim the Keys bartender, and I'm here in Key Largo with uh, my co-host today, Papa Joe. Say hi, Papa Joe. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, I was just prior to the call, prior to the show, I mentioned to Papa Joe, I got this great, you know how screensavers are. They got these beautiful, uh, well, the ones I like. I like uh, beautiful scenery. And it asks you if you like them or not. And then it starts learning what you like. And it shows uh, Garda, Italy. And I was asking Papa Joe, you know, being an expert on all things Italy, uh, I asked him where it was because it shows guard is on the on the water and you said uh it's actually a lake uh in the alpine chain uh it's between milan and venice uh there is a there's many cities around it there there is a city called garda uh Mm -hmm. in my youth when i was uh six and seven years old i uh i spent the summer in uh the town just south of it called bardolino um so that lake you were looking at i actually swam in it spent a lot of time there that is a very deep lake. Yes, it's like Lake Como, um, uh, Lecco. It's in it's in that uh, Alpine Lake region between Italy and Switzerland. Hmm. Does it look like it was it, open up? I didn't see the other side of the body of water. It showed. But oh, it's massive. Like... It, it's a massive lake. It's beautiful. Oh, okay. I, it's just dropped dead beautiful there. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, we're we're not immune to beautiful scenery here. I mean, we, we have uh, beautiful vistas here in the Keys, but uh, it's nice when you have uh, hills around. It's, I, I was always t- taken because we don't see those too often, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes the clouds in the distance, they kind of look like mountains. you got to use your imagination. But yeah. um, it, it, we do have some breathtaking sunrises and sunsets. There's nothing like waters, you know, the water scenery. It's beautiful. Yeah, and it is right now. It's early May. Uh, we are um, in the midst of. We we had the interview. Joe and I had the interview yesterday with uh, Mayor Johnston. We'll talk about that a little more right after this. But um, we had a little. Um, there was a you know a, there was a little excitement here in the Keys. Something horrible happened. There was a. A domestic violence case. I guess you call it domestic violence, but we're not going to get into details there because it happens. All bad news happens in different towns, and we're not a, necessarily a news show. And that whatever happened uh, is over. Oh, well, I want to say it's over. Repercussions aren't over, but what happened is over. But yesterday, uh, you know, I, it was a decision to do the podcast. Why, why we're doing a podcast on uh, the keys opening up. And something horrible happened. And we actually, I know some of the victims. And uh, I know the victims. Wow. Yeah. But what what are you going to do? We we got a show to do. I don't mean to say we we delayed a show or anything. It doesn't really affect it. Because we were talking about the opening of the Keys. It sounds cold-hearted. I know it does. No, it's not cold-hearted. Because it happened in the morning. And by the time we went to recording, it was, you know, afternoon. Yeah. unfortunate i mean it was an ongoing thing but life goes on man yeah and i did not i did not uh promote the podcast yesterday i held held on to it i mean we did release it but 
I didn't uh, push it out there, uh, you know, onto all the Key West sites until today, uh, figuring it was not what we had to say was not in a big hurry since we are looking at uh, uh, the whole, you know, we have about the 29, or 29, uh, 22, 23 more days of um, minimum of checkpoints going on up north. And I didn't broach the uh, subject with Mayor Johnson because I don't think it really affects them as much. But uh, in the upper keys, it does. We have a lot of people that, um, and the FWC said, there's a lot of visitors from the mainland coming by boat, even though they can't get here by car. Right. right. You know, they come down from, um, you know, uh, you know, the gas up. No, no one stops them. The marinas that are open uh, can't stop them. Uh, but they are, I, I, know, I believe they're fine so long as they don't stop their boat. You know, I don't think you can stop someone from going uh, up and down the waterways. But Oh, no, I, I think, think the what con- they're doing is they're coming to the uh, sandbar and stuff like that. Yeah. And what they do is they come, uh, um, you know, there's places on the canals and stuff like that are opening up. And I don't, hey, listen, I don't begrudge them. Uh, what the reason why they don't do it is, uh, they're, you know, they're supposed to adhere to the social distancing rules, right? Yeah, and you hope they do, but we all know that they don't. Well, I know they're on a boat, you know, stuff like that, who has a uh, uh, face mask and stuff like that. And there's, and, and there's, I'm not saying it's legitimate. There are people, I don't think they're listeners, they're listeners of this show that think it's all a hoax. And there's some really, um, uh, you know, there's people pushing um, these conspiracy theories right now. And, uh, you know, this, it's becoming two um, separate worlds on, in at least the United States, people that a small group of people, you know, I'd say small, like 30% of the population is susceptible to um, these conspiracy theories and it suits their view of the world. Right. Um, Yeah. It's sad. I mean, um, I I always get bummed out when I hear conspiracy theories. It, It just, because what you, what it, you just dig just a little bit and you realize Oh my God! Uh, all the countering information, all the facts, are sitting right there. But some people, man, they're just not happy unless they're throwing crazy around. Well, yeah, and and there's like Alex Jones, who's completely fucking insane. Um, he just the other day he suggested that things go down. That it was funny. It was uh, it was last week actually, last Thursday maybe. He said that. Uh, if things go down really bad, that he would be looking at his neighbors to eat because he has to feed his daughters. And uh, the funny thing about it is Alex Jones actually has a, he even, he does have a son. So I guess he's not uh, offering any of that meat to his son. But um, the the thing about inside, inside the conspiracy group, there's so many people, you know, there's the people that are, They'll buy into the conspiracy, the you know the deep state conspiracy, the Q. Uh, I have a friend up in Philadelphia who's a private investigator, and I don't know what happened to him. He, he used to be pretty moderate and stuff like that, but he bought into the the whole thing that uh, I don't know with Obama, and I um, mean just like a lot of hate and bought in. They're they're buying. They're people that it seems to be they're buying into. Certain conspiracies that there's a whole range of them, and they may poo-poo the people. It's funny the peep the flat earthers, but they're with the flat earthers too. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. There's flat earthers. Yeah, no, they're all they're anti-vaccine people and all. Yeah, that I consider stuff. them. I consider all of them flat earthers. Uh, they're they're all at that same level of lack of cerebral output. Oh, you think that they're, um, they're they don't uh, think. Well, yeah, uh, that they're. Uh, I I see. I know there's brilliant. There's people out there that are brilliant, like Stephen Miller, one of the uh, aides to um, the uh, Trump. He, he no one's going to say Stephen Miller isn't intelligent. Stephen Miller's Miller's a genius. Same as. Bannon, that guy Bannon was a genius. 
but they're um, damaged. No, both those guys are extremely intelligent, yeah, but they but they're, have... They're kind of damaged, aren't they? Just, listen, Bannon, I'm convinced Bannon, he's just, he's just a racist. Uh, you listen to him talk and, and the dog whistles and the themes he uses. Um, I'm, I'm your age. I'm 56 years old. We've heard them yeah. since we were children. Uh, we've all heard them before. Yeah. Stephen Miller, he's younger. And I think Stephen Miller is actually more dangerous or someone like Stephen Miller because they're narrowly focused on certain issues and then they're in a position to nah, he, he's playing with fire implement he, he, he really, Stephen Miller's really playing with fire he's Jewish too and he he openly courts the white nationalists that have you know the white nationalists will certainly play along with a Jewish guy who uh, you know is speaking their language for a while uh, but if they had the opportunity um, there was a TV show on HBO called the Plot Against America, uh, the Plot Against the U.S. or uh, whatever. It was the HBO miniseries, and it was a alternate history. Did I mention this to you? No, you didn't. It was HBO. It was a great show. It's right based on a Philip. I think it was based on a Philip Roth book, but it was uh, John Turturro was in it. Uh, oh, what's the chick that was in the little girl that was in Beetlejuice, the hot brunette? I keep on forgetting. Oh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder was in it. Yes, yes. And a couple yes. other people you might recognize. Uh, but it, it's in a, um, it's alternate history. It's where uh, um, the second term of uh, Roosevelt, he, uh, when he's running for his third term, I think, he loses uh, to uh, Charles Lindbergh. And Lindbergh was an apologist for the... Uh, the Nazis, right? And uh, yes, he was. And and then you know, and it was a quick. You just seen a rise of anti-Semitism and this. And it's funny. Uh, there's one guy in it, a, a rabbi, John Turturro plays him. He's kind of a, a big uh, cheerleader for the administration, right? And he tells him how Lindbergh isn't an anti-Semite and all that stuff. And it turns out as times go on, it's some really bad shit starts happening to the Jewish people. A lot of anti-Semitism and all this stuff. And you know, there's almost like a crystal knock where they, you know, people go on a rampage against Jewish uh, in Jewish neighborhoods and stuff like that. So I'm not giving away the whole. I'm not giving away the story, but. It's kind of funny, uh, when I say funny, it's kind of familiar because of the shit that's going down with these um, certain racists in the United States that um, um, the gentleman in Georgia who was shot and killed by the father and son, they finally were arrested, they had the video, uh, they had uh, a cell phone uh, video of the event, and... uh, Someone said, and you, you've seen it, I guess. Everyone's seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, sure and these guys, these guys tracked them down. They said their, their excuse was he fit the description of someone who was uh, burglarizing the homes. He fit the description. Okay. So what they did is a guy who was running down the street, which was jogging actually, because he was in, he was, you know, he, he, I mean, you can say he was or whatever. He was jogging in the street, and they hunt him down in their truck, and the son approaches him with a shotgun. You get approached by someone with a shotgun. I know Georgia's an open carry state, but and the guy resisted, and they killed him. They murdered him. And they had the video for two months, and until they released the video, they weren't going to charge the guys. And then until everyone sees the video... They charged the guys last night because people yeah. started saying stuff. Well, right. You know, well, they they actually I, the, yeah. the uh, the investigation was given to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the GBI, mm-hmm. as a result of that video going public. The pressure was put on; it was handed to the GBI. Um, the attorney general for the state then became responsible 
as the attorney uh, of charge. And that's why with, with, within a day, or maybe two, uh, formal charges of murder yep. were brought down on, on these two individuals. Now, you know, I've seen the video, and look, I was a police officer uh, for a long time, and um, I've been in those situations where you think you have a fleeing felon, and I've never had to shoot anyone, and I've caught my share. Um, that's that's not normal protocol under any modern, and when I say modern, I mean like in the last 40 years, law enforcement criteria on how to deal with that situation. And this, um, wait, this, one, this, it was this guy was retired. Part. This guy was retired law enforcement. And his yeah, son was some, not you know, law enforcement. I, so this was total he, resource. He, he was retired with his son. Yeah, these were a bunch of uh, vigilantes at that point. And I don't know what goes through people's mind. It, it, it's you a know, shame they didn't arrest him, on the, arrest him on that day and test him. I mean, they could have been... Um, I mean, oh, there's all kinds of questions, like why why the original uh, investigative agency didn't do their job. You know, maybe they had, maybe there were certain problems. I don't know, but it, it is kind of interesting that as soon as it goes public, the entire uh, investigation goes in a different direction, and these two idiots are arrested. Um, you know, there's people that say, well, you don't know the whole story. I feel pretty comfortable with my experience looking at that video that uh, that was a situation that just didn't need to happen. Period. Yeah. End of story. And, and, and well, that Joe, but, you know, we hear all this stuff about, you know, listen, if it was a, a black suspect that killed uh, a, a police officer and that that happened. I I'd understand completely if that was the case. But these things, you know, they're they're um, they're out there. You know, if it's if 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 you think it's squelched, if you think you squelched it just because you have possession of it, and and then don't say anything in the long run. You, I mean, you're really the idea is they're really disconnected on. You know, that's. I, I, you see videos all the times where police officers pull over other police officers that did something wrong, right? Either they were intoxicated or, or something like that. And you see these police officers go like this. I'm sorry. I have you on video. You did this. You did this. And this occurred. And there's witnesses. There's nothing I can do. They know this happened. There's no skirt, you know, sweeping it under. But, I mean, who does I mean, even in the case where you said there's things you don't know, how is not any, how isn't anybody questioned or taken into custody at minimum, knowing that these things will be out? It's, it's crazy. It is insane. Not even close. You know, it's as if, I mean, just the, the, if they, if they had these videos with the KKK, you know, years ago. Yeah. Where they did the, where they did all these lynchings and stuff like that. I mean, people say, hey, listen, just take off your fucking hood if you're going to do this. Just take your hood off. If you're going to do this. That's what these guys that did this stuff in the truck yeah, well, are the same guys that would put a hood on and they grab one guy because he's running through the neighborhood and they take him and they're going to make an example out of him. That's what they were doing. There, there's such a lack of uh, protocols. The guy was a he's a he's an ex cop, but police protocols and, and law enforcement and justice had nothing to do with this. Um, when they got out, he's armed with a shotgun and he confronts someone who may very well be innocent. I think that was At the that son. Moment, he that was the know. son that the son was the one that got out of the truck with the shotgun, and the, and the father was still in the truck, right? Yeah. Well, no. I think it, I think I'm 
looking at the video, I think it's the father. Well, it looked to me like it was the father. Let's face it, the video isn't super detailed, but it looked like it was the father. It doesn't matter which one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you get out with a long gun, you're going to get up close to someone. That is the most unsafe situation in the world. Yep. You're just basically giving that gun to someone to grab and take control. You don't use a long gun when you go up to someone, and you don't confront someone with a gun who's not armed. You don't start or give, you know, you don't create a fist fight and then blow someone, someone's spine out their back and then say, oh, well, he was fighting with me. I had to shoot. You don't get to create the situation, yep. then use deadly force. And then say, I use deadly force because I created the situation. No, the, the, the whole thing, in my opinion, is is just wrong. You'll always have people that will make excuses for the cops. Uh-huh. I was never one. I'm not one. Put my I put my fair share of law officers in jail way up. before video became prevalent. Yeah. It didn't matter to me. Yeah. So what I looked at when I saw the video – it, it was because that shotgun off was pointed right at his belly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. you know, how, how, yeah, he's, he's a, the young man's got his, his, his fist. He's fighting. Who the hell wouldn't? You're uh-huh. confronted by armed nutcases and you're out for a job. Yeah. Well, it's you time know, to fight fine, but unfortunately, it, it, it's a it's a it's a it's an extenuation of the fantasy of the open carry state where you can just run down the street with a gun and just you know uh, uh chase chase someone but you've seen it with these protests and stuff like that um now recently the nice thing about it is now that some of these black uh, legislators or people are getting threatened now there's uh uh black uh open carry people in Michigan escorting people to their jobs. So, I mean, there you go, guys, you know, these, these white militants carrying a thing. There's your, 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 you're getting people opposing people. You can't complain about it. It's an open carry state. You're allowed to carry. You don't have a, you know, you're not a, uh, you're, you know, your opposition can carry weapons too. It's just a crazy, just a crazy thing to, to allow, and this is what we've become. You know, if if someone was yeah. uh, one of these guys get drunk and, and they end up going into the wrong house, you end up getting shot. You know, I did that once. I'm going to change the subject. I went and tried to get into an apartment that wasn't mine in Philadelphia. Joe, are you there? After a night of uh, perhaps imbibing, yes, it was over twenty. It was twenty, but I'd say twenty-five years ago, and uh, I went to someone's door, and uh, I tried getting in. I actually, I I jammed my key in the lock because they returned the keys to me. And the guy said, and he was kind of a big talker and stuff like that. It was this real, he was about my height, but he was a super skinny guy. And he was an artist. We ended up being friends. And he, he was a, a he was always drinking. And he said he was dying. But he lived for like, he was, I mean, as long as I knew him, four years, he was living fine. He just never, he never ate. All he did was drink. Oh, my God. Yeah, all he did was drink. And he had this... Uh, I mean, I don't know where he got his money from. I guess he was a trust fund guy, but uh, he uh, he said he stuck a gun in my face. Uh, but I wouldn't know because I don't remember. You know, I don't I don't remember what happened. I uh, uh, that happened. Luckily, he didn't um, he didn't uh, pull the trigger. But I yeah, I to this day it didn't make a big it didn't make a big enough oppression for me. To remember if that actually happened. So, uh, you know, we we actually forgot we were a comedy podcast, didn't we? There for a while. You know, yesterday we interviewed. Yeah, uh, we had we interviewed uh, Mayor Johnston of Key West, and who was very informative and seemed to have 
uh, in a very good grasp of the way forward for Key West. I, I was. It's a it's a pleasure to speak to a public servant, especially like a mayor, a you know an elected representative, who who's just down to earth, has a decent conversation, seems really clear on what's going on and 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 what direction. Interesting to open. Uh, someone that's well connected in the community. I mean, I really, really, I know I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. I really enjoyed that conversation yesterday. That was yep. a wonderful podcast. Yeah, yeah. And she, and no, but what I, I, um, there was very little, uh, pablum there for anybody. She was even handed for, for people that aren't, she's a, she's a Democrat, but she had some very nice things to say about the state representative, Holly Rasheen who's a, a friend of mine and she uh, some people, you know, that the luxury of some people just to snipe at people that are in power sometimes. And, you know, we did it. We did it to the governor, but the governor, you know, there, there, there were legitimate shortfalls with the governor, especially when it comes to the uh, unemployment. But we're, um, we're going to be uh, probably doing that more often. Maybe we can get, um, and, and if I get someone who's representative, uh, you know, uh, one of the representatives come on, I definitely don't hold them responsible for uh, how inadequate the, the response the state had to the. Uh, hey, some of them, some of them with the consequences of the previous administration. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Our governor I mean, DeSantis. You know he's dealing with what Governor Rick Scott did to the to the uh, welfare. Well, I mean he didn't do anything. He didn't really do anything to upgrade it either. So, and supposedly Florida, uh, there's uh, Florida starting to look uh, pretty good. And people don't know if it's uh, it's necessary to weather or anything like that. But we're gonna find out eventually. Still, it's still in the in the beginnings of them opening up. Whether you know they. Um, they say the United States, you know, we're we're gonna uh, we're going to have uh, an uptick in deaths to about three thousand a day for a while because of the opening up. So, but we're let's move on from there. And I wanted to talk about selling out, and I want to be a sellout. Selling I want to I want to sell out like these guys sell out, but I want to sell out to a sponsor. I want to sell it to some <laughs> alcohol. I was trying to sell out to a city. We tried to, and um, uh, a city in Netherlands, which we're not going to mention their name because there was not an uptick in listeners, even though I pointedly put it in. I sent some message and I did some positive promos for you guys, and you know nothing came of it. But if uh, uh, we did have other ones, we had. Um, uh, I want to mention one. Uh, I said we had uh, uh, the other day. I had the uh, Abby's nephew, uh, Bartek. He says he listens to the podcast to learn English. Did you? Know? Wow, he's Polish, yeah. And and he's not he's not in the town where we had a big listener jump. It was uh, it's uh, how do we say it? Niana Duvka. Niana Duvka. It's in the Zeshov district of Poland. Uh, that's in the same district where Abby's hometown is, San Jesu. Okay. Uh, but we we would uh, definitely would like to uh, partner up with Zeshov. Maybe we can push in there. There's enough native speakers there. I thought that you know the Netherlands would be perfect since the whole country seems to be fluent in English there. Um, it's practically um, the second language in uh, them. But then again, we can make the switch to, uh, to Poland. And there's some other uh, countries that are in play right now. Um, oh, really? Which ones? Oh, well, I'm going to go. Uh, well, Mexico, Tijuana, Mexico. Tijuana. Tijuana. Now, Tijuana there's Tijuana and Baja, California, and Tijuana and in Mexico. It's kind of like split, I think. You there, Joe? Well, that's interesting. You're breaking up a little. 
I'm going to keep on talking as if you're there, Joe, until you get we get you back. Yeah, okay, I'm back. No, there you are. You're, you are back. There we go. Um, so, yeah, Mexico, which is definitely t- Tijuana. Now, I just didn't know. I wanted to, to uh, people that listen to the show tend to be, uh, let's say, skewed to the deviants, right? <laughs> okay. So, I did a little research, and there was factually it's false that donkey shows are not. Uh, there's suggest there's a lot of suggestion that the donkey shows really never happened. They were just urban. What kind magic. of show is this? Donkey shows. You never heard of donkey shows? Are you familiar with those? Are you there, Joe? Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. A donkey show is when a woman pleasures uh, a donkey, fornicates with a donkey. Oh, good God. And how how does donkey shows play into this? <laughs> well, Tijuana was the place you go and see it. Oh, no. No, it's, that's uh, the, Tijuana. the urban legend. Tijuana is one of those, you know, it was, it was right over the border uh, of the United States. And not that Mexico is more deprived because the reason what made Tijuana so open was the Americans that couldn't do this stuff because in the United States because of our puritanical backgrounds and stuff like that. I'm not suggesting that, you know, donkey shows are appropriate, stuff like that. But when they go south, when they would go south of the border where there's less constraints, right? They just would be the worst behaviors would be on display. Yeah, I've heard some crazy stuff border going town, on in Tijuana. But... Always, that was always the thing. And people say border towns, they blame it on the country, on the border. It's not the <laughs> – I had to argue with people on this. It has nothing to do with the country that it, the border towns in. It's the one it abuts that makes it bad. Yeah. Because it yeah, was a particular if, – if the U.S. was without sin then there's no reason for them to have all this vice in the town, right? That border town would not need to be there. It could be in the interior of Mexico, right? Absolutely. It's common sense. The reason it's on the border is because the American deviants go in there. There you go. I mean, it's clear as day. Has nothing. Oh to yeah, do. that's why. I mean, it that's, does. That's why Obviously, the people that go and supply it, but these borders, just like in in uh, during um, prohibition, or let's say, look at uh, if listeners listen to listen to your states, or why, look at your states. If you have a state that has kind of uh, restrictive uh, times for serving. Uh, a tighter controls under alcohol, let's say lower age, whenever there's like a little more restrictions in one state, a little more open in a neighboring state, you'll see a huge influx of people coming into that state, much like New Jersey during when the drinking age was 18 there or 19. I, I'm trying to remember right. And, you know, young people from Pennsylvania would go there and drink or New York City. You could drink beer and wine. Remember when I was in high school? You'd go up to New York City, you drink beer, wine. If his drinking age was 18. When, when we went on a trip to New York, that's what we did. You know, we went up, we would go, we ditch our, a senior in high school, we ditched our uh, class and we'd go out and get some beer. You know, it was great. You know, we looked like those guys that worked out, uh, you know, the guys that ran the, the, the uh, stock notes on Wall Street. Are you there, Joe? Hello? Yeah, I'm right here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It sounds like I keep on thinking I lost you. So so I mentioned Mexico. And, you know, if we do get uh, a little feedback, there's a lot of potential sponsors here. There's the Hong Kong Gentlemen's Club in Tijuana. It's a strip club. Well, yeah. I'm sure there's more than one strip club there. Let's, no, uh, but this seems to be one of the nicer ones and stuff like that. I'm going to put it in a byline. Maybe we can get a big, uh, a big uh, thing from. I don't know what they could send us. There's nothing I, you know what I mean. You can't really send a couch dance or, or 
<laughs> or champagne room visit. But maybe we can get some gear. Maybe they have some T-shirts or something like that they can send us. Um, okay, then I'm going to go. There's Now, these are also rands. And we, and we also would take a small town in the United States because we have uh, Iowa, Colorado, North Carolina, uh, Georgia, uh, uh, New Jersey, and uh, what else? Michigan, Iowa. I said Iowa twice. And the other you did. countries. You said Iowa. Yeah. Romania, Ukraine, Lithuania, Russian Federation, which is huge, meaning there's so many places. I don't know. Uh, there's someone in, some people in Russian Federation. Israel, Israel, and Denmark. So Denmark, yeah, when Denmark started coming in. But, you know, right now it seems to be our, our front runner is definitely Poland. Poland is the uh, one there. And I do go there. And I'm also looking to sell out to the cruise ships. And there are listeners who be pissed off about that, I guess, because of their um, ecological thing. But um, I, uh, you know, cruise ships are supposedly, uh, I don't want to say anything about that until I hear from them and stuff like that. But my wife and daughter, I can't convince them that uh, they're bad necessarily at this time, even though they had a Bill Maher stuff like that but there are cruise lines like virgin cruise lines and, and and things like that they're talking about being more uh what we say compliant with the environment yeah what? a little more environmentally friendly yeah yeah so what i'm looking to do is i'm like uh, i don't know if you realize this uh about two two no th- was it three years ago it was three years ago this summer okay was it three years ago this summer I went on a cruise, and uh, they gave us free Wi-Fi, a nice basket, some uh, maybe a drink special, you know, and stuff like that. So this time, since the show is a lot, uh, has grown, I'm thinking I'd be able to parley. I'm going to parley it in one of the cruise ships before I go on there and try to get a free. Uh, and if they're listening, if anybody works for a cruise company, I certainly, you know, a nice, a nice suite and uh, I don't drink, but uh, you can get the liquor package, the liquor package for Abby. Uh, we'll take the beverage package, a soda or whatever, so would bottle you do water. The, would you, uh, would you do the show while you were cruising? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Of course I would. I would do the show while I was cruising. I would do, uh, I'll do a show every day. Have different people from their cruise ship and stuff like that. Have the cruise, uh, you know, the cruise director. The, whoever, what was that on the love boat? Who was the woman in charge of the love boat? Remember? Oh yeah, I don't remember the name, but I can I can see her face. What's she called? The cruise director. The cruise director, yes. Yeah, yeah, and then we have the captain. We have the captain on board if they want to talk. We have the captain, uh, the activities, the entertainment director. Is the cruise director the cruise director's the entertainment director or no? There's like the cruise director, and then there's the entertainment thing. Usually, like, but they're they're pretty interesting, and, and then we're, you can get the uh, services uh, director, the head bursar, you know, right? And then we can interview some of your acts on this show. I can do all that stuff. Oh, that I'm, would I'm really great. Fun. I really get in, and maybe we work it out, Joe. We get you and Damon on there and stuff like that, and maybe uh, if. Uh, if Jenna's still talking to me, you know, get her stuff like that. Get a whole block of them. Do the whole show. I'd have to. I'd. I'd. I'd purchase new equipment for that one. You know. Yeah. The soundboard. Well, I'd do. Tough. I'd have all the soundboard and stuff like that. I'm sure they have. They may have recording equipment on there. I could probably do it. You just ship it off. So, oh, Lee Sharp is calling me back. So, um, yeah. See, that's how I like selling out. Like that, and there's, uh, you know, the next week we when we were talking to Mayor Johnston, we had, uh, you know, that that road the checkpoint's going to be up till the end of May, so that's correct. Yes, the, we could possibly be at phase three at the end of May. Um, 
that where they can just open up. I don't think it would be a pouring in of people. You know? Oh, you don't? I certainly do. No, no. In the Upper Keys, maybe, there's people that live here. They're very poor. But, um, well, think about it. Right? Think of the conduits for filling the keys, right? How they come in. They come in over overseas highway, right? They come in yeah. through Miami International, Fort Lauderdale, Miami International, Key West Airport, and cruise ships and Key West. Now And Marathon. And Don't forget Marathon. There's no ships that come in at Marathon. No, but there's an airlines land there. Delta oh, they, has a flight. Wait, airlines land there? Yeah, Delta lands there. Oh, I didn't know that. Well... A million people, yep. over a million people land in, uh, what was it, in, in uh, at Key West International Airport, right? We know that. Yeah, about. I think okay, it's, now it's we're, we're know that for, for the time being, there's probably, there's people that like the Keys, and we may get, those people may still travel, but they're going to have to contend with reduced uh, capacity. And reduced uh, uh, and increased airfare, maybe. If you know, I don't know how the airlines are going to eat eat the uh, cost, right? Now well, they're they're doing it right now, Jim. I mean, the airlines they're flying their routes with ten or twelve people on a plane. Mm-hmm. Well, we heard we heard the mayor say that there's these uh, planes are late, uh, instead of thirty seven commercial flights a day coming in. There was um, 17, and there were like two and three people on each plane. That's incredible. I have friends that post pictures and all that stuff like that, that there's, there's only, they're the only person on the plane. But that's happening all across the United States. So when they open up here, right, yeah, we'll get people from Miami coming down and stuff like that, right? But yeah, we'll get Miami. Miami's you know, like, Jim, I, we're not going to get. We're not going to get a lot of the out of town people. I. You know what? I disagree. I, I think. I just have this view, this vision of like the floodgates opening up. I think people want to come down here just to drive down here. Um, based on some of the people at the checkpoint that have been turned around, they they just wanted to come to the Keys. Knowing yeah. full well they couldn't, they tried to get in. They they weren't going to do anything here except drive. Wow. So I, I don't know. I, I just think the, I once those checkpoints go away, I think it's going to open up pretty good. Okay. Well, that'd be good. You know, uh, but uh, we look. I mean, my dog's my, my dog's getting all antsy right now. But uh, <laughs> like I said, your the dog, message right your now. Your dog doesn't the, want the visitors. Yeah, we we are looking for visitors here, and uh, we'd be selling. We're happy to sell out for TDC money. That's the uh, Tourism Development Council here in the Keys. We got. Uh, I um I declared myself uh, what the mayor of Key Largo. So there's no one else making the claim. I'm going to say <laughs> it again. Uh, I'm going to mayor Mayor Key Largo since we're not we're unincorporated. So, just like you know, the kings in in medieval times, if you uh, you just get some religious guy to throw a crown on your head and say, "Well, God picked me. I'm the, I'm the mayor of Key Largo." We will then we'll have to have a coronation with an ordination, and uh, and make you an official. King. Well, I'm a I am a, a a minister in a Universal Life Church. So Charlemagne crowned himself i think the pope was going to give charlemagne uh took the crown from the pope and says well since i'm head of the church the holy roman empire and the empire's extension of the uh of the church then i'm the head of the church and he tried saying that so he took it out i think he took the crown out of his hands to do it but hey there's your history lessons for today but then again i will sell out the cruise ships liquor companies need some liquor companies okay um a local one perhaps uh, maybe one outside, so I'm going to make. I'm going to talk to some uh, some of those. We do have, um, well, I mean, we have the CBG company right now, but uh, with our listeners at 
what do we got, 4,000 a month. And a lot of them, we're getting a big, huge explosion of people outside of the United States. Uh, I got to get something that actually reaches, uh, you know, maybe maybe someone that's an in, in international corporation, like Virgin Airlines or cruise ships, something like that. The razor, the razor, they want to raise their... Um, the reputation they can you know before they they say cruise ships will come out august 1st maybe they could do it here on the uh we could talk about the things we're, we're going to do on the cruise ship so yeah so, uh, lead them in yeah the keys bartender could be the yep. lead in for the cruise industry yep yep and if i let's say if we did i, I if it was an alcohol company i would not uh, I, I'll tell you, I can't drink it, but treat me like I'm someone that's allergic. I can't drink your product, but that doesn't mean I can't serve it. And uh, I'm happy to do that. And there's also uh, the cities, any of the cities. I'm going to sell out my loyalties here to cities. And, you know, Tijuana, you got the, what was it? What do we call it? The Hong Kong Gentlemen's Club? That's right. Yeah, that's right. They, hey, I, I wonder if they tip, if they tip them in pesos or American dollars. No, I think they tip cows. If they do donkey shows, there's oh, probably some cow yeah. tipping. No, too. I'm at money. Oh, that's, <laughs> you can't, you got to be serious with your stripper money, Joe. You can't joke about that. Because, <laughs> yeah. You can't lose the stripper money. You got to hold on to that. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. They got to have that little elastic band. Strategic. It's got to be strategic. I know exactly how they do it. They got money. the garter. That's why they have the garters. The garters is to hold the cash. You always have to have a, a good garter, and if you're really popular, you need to have two garters, one on each side, to collect your money. So, um, seen, I think that's. You ever seen the it. girls with the? What? You ever seen the girls with the two garters and the waistband? Wow, that's a lot. That's greedy. That is a lot. They 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 work very well. If they have a waistband, you're going to see something unusual. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got kicked out from. Suggesting some, well, but I'm not going to go there. Not that we're a family audience, but it ruin my, you know. But I, I've, I've, I've always been a gentleman. I have to say, in the gentleman's club. Uh, so we're let's let's end at that. We're almost at 47 minutes, and I want to thank you, Papa Joe, and I want to thank our sponsors uh, right now, the uh, kind, D A K I N D. And that's the providers of CBD and CBG products. And they can find them on, um, I'll put those posts in the night notes, www.thekind.com. Also, we have uh, Bellissima Wines. You can go to www.keysbartender.com to our sponsors page. And you can check out the products they have. They got Prosecco. They have uh, sparkling white wines. They have a low sugar alternative. And this is the company that Chrissy Brinkley has. So check it out. Uh, Papa Joe, you got anything you want to push? Yeah. Do there's have... anyone listening from, if anyone listening from Garda, Italy, send us a picture. Gar- well, you know, the host of the, uh, the, sh- the service we use, Spreaker, is from Italy. Well, the whole company's from Italy. Spreaker. Go. Yeah, that's free. I, I forget where it's from. And I used to, in the begin, first year, they must hate in my guts because they were pretty much a new company. I was busting their balls all the time with questions. I was losing <laughs> I was losing uh, uh, podcasts and stuff like that. So, uh, But wait, wait, what did I say? I got to say that Abby taught me the name. Said, I want to thank you for the listeners in uh, Niana Dufka. Niana Nyana, Nyana Duvka, Poland, and Je- and Jeshov. and uh, we're going. You know, if anybody else in one of those countries like Tijuana, I mean Tijuana is not a country, but Mexico, Romania, Ukraine, Lithuania, Israel, Denmark, Russian Federation, uh, they want to make a play for our affections. We're willing to do that, and we will uh, do a com- commensurate amount of attention on you. We'll lavish you with attention if you lavish uh, us with attention so get, get there will your, be much lavishness yes i will write a special play for your town i will place it i will write a radio play i would have done that for the 
the city, which we didn't say, I'm very proud of myself, <laughs> in, in South Holland. They had their opportunity. Maybe they don't listen. It did seem kind of transparent. And once again, it seemed like, okay, yeah, I may have been pathetic and stuff like that. But, you know, it's good It's good podcasting. It would be funny. It, it was actually funny. If you guys don't understand what humor is, that was funny that I was actually making a pathetic plea to a city, a small city. Now, Tijuana is not a small city, but we are, you know, we're in the Florida Keys, so we do carry some weight. We're not some podunk town in, let me pick, uh, Utah. Let's, in Utah, let's say we're in, uh, up in that panhandle of Utah. Is there a panhandle of Utah? I vision that it's a panhandle of Utah. Panhandle of Utah, or is it uh, Idaho or Oklahoma? Uh, one of those. But what happens is, you know, if we were up there, yeah, of course, you know, we'd been saying, but we're in the Florida Keys. We carry some reputation here. We are a tourist destination. So if you, I'm not making a play for a tourist destination. I'm not looking for, you know, Rome or Antwerp or Gant, uh, Belgium or France, Paris, France, or, you know, I'm not talking about Marseille or Nice or anything like that. We're talking about these small towns that don't get anybody. Like you said, Garda. Well, Garda's beautiful, man. I'm sure they don't need us. But we're com- we may be comparable, Garda. Maybe we can be your twin. You know? That's or right. Someplace, and I'm sure there's some place in the Russian Federation. God, maybe one of the places that are near Chernobyl. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the, in the fallout project. path yeah. of Chernobyl, you may need a little lift and stuff like that. Maybe you got tours. Or something like that. Hey, Russia's great, man. Every so often you got those videos on YouTube where someone gets drunk on vodka and they get into one of these, uh, you know, uh, construction uh, vehicles and start going crazy in town and start destroying vehicles. You know? Hey, I realize we're in the United States. We Our people don't go nuts and get in construction vehicles. Our people go nuts and they take an AK-47 or something like that, and shoot everyone up. I realize that. So you can make fun of me. That's fine. But uh, uh, for now, that was the longest goodbye I ever did before, Joe. You think we'll let's get anybody? Let's end it there. Yeah, let's end it there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Papa Joe. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, and I want to play the music. We could talk over it if you want. I'll tell you when it's over, and then I'll break it down. And then we're gonna, I'm going to hang up. You hear me? I hear you. I didn't play anything yet. I'm playing it now. Well, then play play the damn music. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Wait, wait, hold on a moment. I'm still not. Hey, just so you know, I'm not drinking. This is me. Okay. Three, yeah. two, I... one. And then you got the drum, the guitar, boom, bass. get the words in this, man. There's got to be something, Joe. It's going on right now. I'm talking. Are I'm going to hang up, Joe. I know. Yeah, I'm going I'm to hang up. Okay? <laughs> Talk to you later. Hang up, brother. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. Whoa. That got real loud. Bye.